Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. So my vision with this podcast is to help people overcome the fear of failure so they can live their goals and dreams. Now, one of the things that I talk about a lot is getting people more time. So when I'm mentoring people, my slackline slogan is that I help people have more profit in their businesses and have more time to do the things they love and enjoy. And I've got three tips for you today on how to get more time, especially when running a business, because ultimately what we do and the, one of the reasons that I think most people get into business is to have more profit and to have more time. And then what tends to happen is that we have less time than we've ever had because we're working long days and business is tough. It needs a lot of energy put into it. It's like what I say, starting a business is like a rocket taking off. You're going to be using 80% of your fuel in the takeoff. You're going to be having to work long days, long evenings, unless you've got a pot of money already saved up or, or there, you're not going to be able to go and employ lots of people to start off with. So you're going to have to do a lot of, you have to do the Swiss army knife. You're going to have to be doing the admin. You have to be doing the sales. You're going to have to be doing the systems. You have to do the operations, the delivery, the product, whatever it is. So it takes a lot of, a lot of time. Um, and what then happens is, is you don't have very much time. We start business to have more time. We don't have it. But then what people do is they get stuck in a cycle of just doing that forever. And then they realize that they don't have enough time. And at the same time, because they're doing everything and they're working 12 hour days, they're actually making less money if you work out their hourly rate than you would if you were in your job. So what I wanted to do today in today's episode is give you three tips on how you can get more time. And I'm gonna go into each one, but I'll give you the three tips. Number one is leveraging other people's time. So leveraging other people's time, that's the way that people get successful is they, and the most successful people, they leverage other people's time. Write a list of all the things you've got to do. Then once you've written that list, you write another list with who's gonna do it for you. And then that will take you down to a lot smaller list. And we'll get into that in a minute. And think, who, not how. Dan Sullivan has got a great book and he to even um, encompass what he talks about of who, not how, he got someone else to write the book for him, which is just genius. So the three tips I'll go into um, one by one. Number one is leveraging other people's time. The way people scale and grow businesses is leveraging other people's time. Now, I know I talked at the beginning about when you start out, a lot of businesses start out with small funding and you've got to be a Swiss Army knife and do everything. But the key is, is that as you grow a business, you need to be working out who you need to bring in to be more efficient in your business so you can grow it. Because the more that you're just in it, you're not going to be able to do everything. And the more you can leverage other people's time, the more growth you'll actually get. And sometimes it might mean that in the short term, you might make a bit less money, but in the long term, because if you set your long term goal of where you want to get to, you're going to get there quicker because you're leveraging other people's time. You cannot do everything. And if you do try and do everything, you're not going to be the best at certain things. I remember when I went down the self-development journey four or five years ago and I wrote a list of all of my strengths and all of my weaknesses. And then what I went to going buy books on all of my weaknesses and then I was reading about all my weaknesses which are around numbers and systems and things like that I'm not that kind of person 
And when I was reading those books, they were really resistant. And then, and then one step further is when I was trying to implement those things, it was really resistant. And then I realized that over time and learning and, and, and following successful people, what the really successful people do is they work out their strengths, they work out their weaknesses, they do the things that are their strengths and their weaknesses, they then employ for their weaknesses. Like I'm a great ideas person, I'm a great kind of motivator and people, I'm a people person. So it works for me to, to be working my time on that. I'm not a great numbers or systems person. So now I have complete finishes. I'm good at starting things, but not finishing things. Sophie, who I've talked about numerous amount of times, she is the, the absolute world in my business of, and she helps me finish stuff. She is my complete finisher. So Richard Branson, he, you know, dyslexic, now multi-million billionaire, he is so good at knowing what his strengths are and then employing his weaknesses. Also, like Richard Branson, do you think he knows everything about aeroplanes? No, he doesn't need to because he's got technicians and, and very intelligent people that know all about aeroplanes. He's just got the idea of starting a, um, you know, an aeroplane, aeroplane business, an aviation business. Um, and he then has got a team who understand how to run that business. Um, and so he's working to his strengths so when you're leveraging other people's time when you're that swiss army knife you need to think what am i good at and one thing i'd advise any business owner to get good at is sales like sales is one of the key things a business owner should work on being good at but everything else you can leverage other people's time you can leverage other people's time to help grow in your business and you might think right now i can't afford that but you just find a way you're resourceful and you find a way and i guarantee you employ somebody and your business starts to grow and you start finding the money and being able to find the money and then you can leverage their time to buy yourself more time because ultimately that's why we start business is to have more time to be able to spend with loved ones doing the school runs you know whatever it is you enjoy hobbies etc etc so leverage other people's time so the next one is write a um, list so what i always used to do is write a list and i used to do this all the time before i got into self development i'd write a list and that list was like a hundred place a hundred piece list and i'd just look at it and i'd be absolutely overwhelmed by it and i just you know you get one thing done and and then you look down the rest of the list and you'd be like oh i've still got so much more to do and the phone would ring and then this would happen and that would happen and we'd just be you just your list would just get bigger and bigger and bigger and then what tends to happen with that is you get this overwhelm and then you get paralyzed by the overwhelm and your list doesn't get done so one thing i learned is as i was taking people on is that i'd write a list and then down that list, I'd write next to every what thing on that list, who's going to do that for me? Who's going to do that piece? Send invoice, right? Yep, Sophie can do that. Right, you know, recruit somebody. Yep, Mike can do that, et cetera, et cetera. So you write next to their net, next to that, that thing on the list, the person's name. You know, now we've got virtual assistants that you can pay in the Philippines to do stuff for you. You've got virtual assistants in the UK. There's so many ways to leverage other people's time. But... If you employ somebody, you've got they've got to have an action plan and a plan um, to do that. And like uh, Alexis said in one of the last episodes, you know, sometimes it's not a um, it's not a people problem. It's a process problem. But you've got to be able to give them the actions to go and do that, the process to go and do that. The first po point is the list and writing that list out and then writing the name next to it. And once you've got, say you've got 100 things on your list and 90 of them are actioned out to someone else, you've got a list of 10. Now, 10 
items is so much more manageable than 100. It's not overwhelming. You can work out a plan. You can set that in. You can diarize that. You can work out a plan to get those 10 items done. And when you get to the end of the week and you write your gratitude list, you're going to be like, I'm so thankful that I outsourced all of this stuff and I've completed my list of 10 things that I needed to do. So write that list, but make sure that list is not exclusively your list. Make sure you're leveraging other people's time. Now, number three is think who, not how. So you always be thinking, who can I get to do this? My prime example is when I wanted to learn SEO. So this is at the point that I've got my strengths list, I've got my weaknesses, and I'm thinking I really need to get my website ranking really highly. So what am I going to do? Right, I need to learn SEO. I bought two books on how to lever on how to do SEO. I read both books, and I was even more confused after reading those two books than before I started because I'm not that way inclined. My mind's not that tech. I couldn't really understand all this stuff, and I, it just was overwhelming. Then I read Dan Sullivan's book who, not how. And he very much talks about that. And rather than thinking about how can I do this, think who can I get to do it for me? You know, it does not, doesn't necessarily have to be somebody in your company. It could be an agency, you know, an SEO agency or an agency, a marketing agency to do these things for you. But what that does is it expands your skill set and, and their skill set in the sense that you're not, not necessarily learning it, but you've got a whole specialist team there. You don't have to do the 10,000 hours. You don't have to read the two books and watch all the YouTube videos. You've got one team. That's their genius. That's their thing they do. Outsource it to them. So when next time you're thinking, how can I do something and it's getting to the point that it's not been done or it seems really overcomplicated, that's a time that you need to be thinking, who can I get to do this? Because you tick that off your list, they're doing it and you can focus on your genius, focus on the thing that's really going to help you push your business forward because spending three weeks reading an SEO business isn't going to help push, push your business forward because it's then going to take you another three months to implement it and then potentially all of all the little failures that you're going to be doing along the way it could be two years before your business page is ranking in on page one um, of your chosen field so outsourcing it could mean that you get there a lot quicker as well so thinking about who not how and if you've not read that book Dan Sullivan fantastic book and as I say he completely encompasses it by getting someone else to write his book for you so that's three tips on how to save time um, in your business so you can do the things that you enjoy i hope that's helped thank you guys for listening and i shall see you next time take care